everybody. Welcome to another episode of Say What Again Billy Podcast. If you're a fan of Josh Gates' Expedition X, all new episodes started airing on Discovery Plus app. Josh Gates, if you don't know him, he's basically like the Indiana Jones of Discovery Channel. He came onto the scene on his show Expedition Unknown and went on to some archaeological finds and some very brief paranormal stuff. He's very privy to history and very privy to archaeological facts. He's traveled the world, he's ate some strange things, he's dug in some strange places, and he knows all about historical stuff. And his show, Expedition Unknown, basically made him branch off to do a whole bunch of other shows where he appears. Now, Josh Gates is a very good host, and he has a show now that's just solely uh, focused on paranormal. Expedition X is a show that has co-stars Jessica Chobots and Phil Torres, and the show focuses on sending those two to locations that have some paranormal goings. Um, So Josh Gates will open the episode with sending those two to a place that has UFO sightings or stories of ghosts. They've investigated the Jersey Devil. They've investigated the Lake Champlain monster. And most recently, Josh Gates, actually this season, the one I'm talking about now, the brand new season, um, actually ventured off with them because I was questioning whether or not Josh Gates is just not going to dictate where they go, but if he was going to join in on an adventure. And he actually did. And it was a very good episode. So if you're a fan of Josh Gates and paranormal stuff, Josh Gates has a sole paranormal show now called Expedition X. And that has co-stars Phil Torres and Jessica Chobot. And the reason I actually mentioned on my new segment of the show, a paranormal TV show, is that on my previous podcast episodes, I am always talking about different shows and shows from the past and shows from current and I actually wanted to do my top five paranormal shows and it's not just going to focus on shows that are on TV now I'm going to talk about shows that happened in the past like early 90s or late 90s rather up until recent so I just wanted to give my list of what I thought were the best paranormal shows and I'm actually going to give some honorable mentions as well so we're going to get right into it with episode, uh, no, episode, with number five, Ghost Hunters. Now, Ghost Hunters is a show that really intrigued me and sparked my full-on um, ambition to get my ghost group going, um, the IUH, Investigation of Unexplained Happenings. Now, if you're a fan of Ghost Hunters or ever heard about the show Ghost Hunters, it starred Jason Hawes and Grant Wilson, and their paranormal research group was called the Atlantic Paranormal Society, better known as TAPS. TAPS was focused in Rhode Island, and the show started off with their Roto-Rooters truck transforming into the TAPS van, and when the show started, they had gotten a phone call in their little ghost office in Rhode Island, um, Warwick, Rhode Island, to be exact, and the person calling them would tell them about the paranormal happening that they have going on, what type of haunting, what's going on, and they would hop into their van, load up the equipment, and take off on a road trip from Rhode Island to wherever in the United States the haunting was being called to them, and they would start an all-out investigation. 
Taps, the Atlantic Paranormal Society, had a method to their madness. They wanted to go into the haunting trying to debunk or disprove the actual fact that, you know, these people were asking or claiming their house was haunted. So they had a really good method or strategy to their ghost hunting, which really intrigued me, not just for the fact that they were showing cool stuff and cool equipment, but the fact they had a method to their investigation. Debunk, disprove before we can say there's a ghost. Jason Hawes and Grant Wilson were, to me, the um, people that started off my interest in forming a group and going full out, going on full out paranormal investigations. Um, I had been doing it prior to this show, but they really set the bar of expectations for paranormal investigations in my eyes, and that is why. Um, on my list, uh, number five, not episode. I was so amped up to get this, this show started that I said episode. But on number five on the list of my top five paranormal shows, Ghost Hunters has to be up there. Now, Grant Wilson and jo- uh, Jason Hawes went their own separate ways. I never really looked into why they did. Uh, I don't know if it was age or family things, but they both have their own shows now. Um, I think one is called Paranormal USA or... Um, you know, something like that to that extent. Jason has his show, and Jason actually has two original cast members from the Ghost Hunters show, uh, Steve Gonslavs and Dave Tango. And Grant, I believe, has just a um, brand new cast of people, or maybe he has some from the later episodes of Ghost Hunters. But they went their own separate ways. They have their own two uh, shows uh, separately now. And um, I never really looked into why um, that happened, but. Ghost Hunters comes in on my list at number five in my top five paranormal shows. Now, coming in at number four is a show called Scariest Places on Earth. And believe it or not, this show was on MTV. Now, MTV surprised everyone in the late 90s with this show, where they took random people and put them into some of the scariest places throughout the United States. They People on the show would be hooked up with like a camera book bag type thing where the camera would face their face to get their reaction when things happen, and a f- camera that would face out. They would equip everybody with flashlights and this whole camera gear and send them off into these haunted locations to walk around and basically wait for things to happen. And it really intrigued me because I always wanted to do something like that. I always wanted to go to a place and walk around with a friend or two in the scariest places on earth. If you told me, hey, Billy, I want you to go to the Gettysburg um, battlefield in the middle of the night and walk around all night, I would do it if you gave me a partner because the ghost hunting rule of thumb is never go alone. Always have a partner, uh, a buddy system, as you will. Go to Eastern State Penitentiary, Billy. Go walk in there and at 11 o'clock at night and come out at 5.36 in the morning. You bet your bottom dollar I would. I'd get a um, sleeping bag and sleep up in there when things got late and I couldn't really keep my eyes open. But the fact of the matter, if I was in there all night and things were happening, I would be up until the early morning hours filming and documenting and using meters. It would be awesome. So this show, Scariest Places on Earth, which I have listed here on my top five at number four, was one of the greatest shows that I watched back then. I was um, really intrigued that MTV had the show. Um, It was on for a while and then it just stopped randomly coming on TV. Um, I actually recently looked up on YouTube if these episodes are on there and they are in fact on there. So if you go to YouTube to the search bar 
and type in MTV Scariest Places on Earth. The episodes will be on there. I don't believe you have to pay for anything. You can watch some of the clips on there. Um, I'm actually going to give an episode a go tonight and try to see if um, I remember the episodes or stuff like that. But the that show was very good. Random people in the scariest places. You, you get their reactions from their cameras they had on. And um, they were briefed on the location. And then they were sent there and they walked around. And there really wasn't really much to it, if I remember correctly. They were just walking around trying to get scared. Um, and that's what MTV had put out, I believe, in the late 90s, early 2000s. So number four is Scariest Places on Earth on my list of top five. Now, number three, I really had to battle with um, putting this at number three because it is a show that I remember the time it came on, Fridays at 8 o'clock, Fox 5. Um, and I have just memories of uh, one in particular of a hot summer day. Um, summer school ended I always had summer school. I was very bad in math um, for like five years straight. And I remember it being a thundery day, summer day. It was a little chilly for a summer night. Um, I had to go drop off something at my grandmother's house. It was in my dad, with my uh, my dad's car with my mom, um, waiting on one of the two of them. I forgot which one. And I remember saying, Beyond Belief is coming on tonight. And when I go home, we're going to eat. I'm going to get showered and I'm going to set up the blanket on the living room floor, lay down with a pillow and watch the show. And I just have a very distinct memory of that particular day with that particular show. Now, if you don't know Beyond Belief Fact or Fiction, in 1997, James Brolin was the host for the show for one year. And then in 1998, Star Trek's Jonathan Frakes became the show from 1998 to 2002. And Jonathan Frakes and that show actually became an internet meme. Uh, I'm pretty sure you would uh, know the meme if you've seen him and you've actually watched Beyond Belief. Beyond Belief, the show itself, was a show that gave you five stories. And you had to distinguish which story within the show was fact or fiction. And at the end of the show, the uh, host, Jonathan Brolin and or Jonathan Frakes would say which story was fact and which show, which story was fiction. And some of the stories that they actually told, which were portrayed um, with, you know, actors and whatnot, uh, you would honestly think that, you know, that, that can't, have, that couldn't have happened. And, you know, Mr. Frakes would say, yeah, you know, this, this story actually did in fact happen. And then they would give a brief description of when it happened and where they got the story from. And again, it was five stories within the episode and you had to distinguish whether it was fact or fiction. And I always liked, I always liked tuning into that show and trying to see if I was getting bamboozled or not. And, you know, it was just really fun that they gave the, you know, audience watching the opportunity to see if it was fact or fiction. And I watched that show religiously every single week. That was my go-to show. Friday nights, instead of going out, going to sleepovers or watching TGIF or whatnot, Fox 5, I remember Fox 5, 8 o'clock, fact or fiction, beyond belief, I was watching it. And that was just basically an all-time family favorite TV show. I would watch it every week with my mom and dad. It was a great show, and I actually struggled putting it at number three because I feel like number three is like a middle mark, but Beyond Belief Factor Fiction was definitely number three. It was definitely a great show, and you can actually watch it. If you have Amazon Prime, um, some of the seasons are on there. I discovered that a couple of weeks back. Beyond Belief Factor Fiction is on Amazon, um, the streaming app, so you can watch the show 
on Amazon if you are a subscriber to that streaming service. Um, I tuned it on a couple of times. It's so old now, like looking the show that it's some some. It's not hard to watch. It's just you know you can tell this is an older show. But I I once in a while throw it on with my with my wife to try to distinguish which which is fact and which is fiction. And you know we we stay tuned to the end of the episode to see what is what. I don't remember all the um all the stories from the show that aired so many years ago, just one in particular that I actually mentioned on an earlier podcast, but beyond belief, definitely a great show. And if you have Amazon, you can in fact watch it um, still to this day coming in at number two. And I finally got the name of my favorite show to date, right? Cause on previous podcasts, I always get it mixed up. Paranormal caught on camera is the best show right now if you're a paranormal lover. Why? Well, the show gives you stuff sent in by people that had a paranormal encounter filmed by them on their phone and or video camera. And the whole slew of paranormal investigators, folklorists um, on the show, watch the video after the sender tells what's going on in the video. And basically they watch it and they give a description on what they think is going on in that video. You got the people who wrote the Weird New Jersey magazine on the show, both people on there. I don't have their name. I'm sorry. Susan Slaughter, a paranormal investigator. Brian Cano, a good paranormal investigator. He's a good favorite on my on the show. He speaks very well on the show. Um, very, um, very fine-tuned speaking, very intelligent. One of my favorites. I always like seeing him on there. Um, there's a whole slew of people giving their input on what you just watched from that show. And every week, it's ghosts, it's UFOs, it's cryptids on the show. Some of the stuff is really, really good. Some of it you could be like, ah, it could be faked, it could be edited. We're living in like the 21st century where things can be just simply edited and, you know, used on a green screen on your phone or video or shot on a video camera. But a lot of the stuff on there is very believable and some of it isn't. The hosts on the show, um, because that's basically what they are, give a good description on why they believe, you know, even the fakey looking ones ones are actually legitimate um you know there's there was one episode recently where they filmed something coming out of a guy's toilet bowl it was a snake it looked like a snake they said it was a blob or a cryptid it was a snake the camera was blurry they even said at the end of that particular um video clip that the people went and took the thing and put it into the water if it was an unknown cryptid coming out of your toilet bowl i don't think anyone would touch it but Obviously, they took it out of their toilet bowl because they need their toilet bowl and they threw it into the water. So there's some things on that show that are a little sketch, but for the most part, a lot of things that happen on that show and are video uh, video recorded and sent in are very, very, very good. And that's why it's one of my favorite shows. I watch it on Discovery Plus every week. I think a new episode drops every Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday. I always tune in on my day off. I lay down. I watch it. Um, on my bed, all cuddled up. It is a great show. Lots of good stuff. UFOs, cryptids, paranormal, um, and even even other weird things um, that happen. It is on that show, and as a great cast on that show that give descriptions and talk about what that you what you were watching and what they viewed. And if you're a paranormal lover right now, even though I put it at number two. That is one of the best shows on TV if you like seeing stuff that people film that are paranormal. Number two, Paranormal Caught on Camera. Um, Number one, this is the OG of paranormal shows, Sightings. Now, I believe the show Sightings came out on, um, on... 
I was in modern modern TV. You needed obviously at the time just satellite. You didn't need cable or anything like that. I believe it was on Fox uh, in the beginning, and then it made its way over to Sci-Fi. Sightings was almost a well. I should actually say Paranormal Court on Camera is a carbon copy of Sightings, or I should say a modern day Sightings. Sightings. There was clips and photos and video sent into the show and the host at the time, which I don't remember the host, um, probably a quick Google you can see. Um, I know it was a gentleman that did the show, but people would send in things or they would take their video clips of what they found and they would talk about it Um, or actual news reports or things that were happening. They would go into detail and talk about it. The show sightings was awesome. It was an awesome show. It was before its time. And basically the reason why I like Paranormal Court on Camera is because of the show Sightings. Sightings is a modern paranormal court on camera. Court on, uh, modern day paranormal court on camera. Um, I watched it pretty much every week. There was a lot, a lot of sighting, uh, UFO sightings on the show Sightings. Um, it focused more on, you know, UFO sightings more than ghost stuff. There was a lot of ghost stories, but it was really more about UFO stuff, as you can tell by the name Sightings. So Sightings came in at number one because it carbon it's like a carbon copy of a show that I watch now. And I do have some honorable mentions that never really made my list, but I have to I have to say that it's worthy of being on the um, list of my top five paranormal shows. So here's some honorable mentions. Ghost Adventures. Now, if you know about the show Ghost Adventures, it started off with Zach Bagans and two of his friends or two crewmates, and it blew up. Zach Bagans is basically a paranormal phenom now on the internet. He goes to these locations, which started out with just two of his friends all over the United States, all over the world, and does these investigations. And now they've gotten to the part where there's four people with him. One of them is the original from the beginning of the show. And the other three are uh, fairly new for the most part. And they have loads of equipment. They got a guy that's actually making technology now for them that they use on their investigation. And because of their show's success on the Travel Channel, Ghost Adventures' uh, Zach Bagan, who is the host and I think the person who actually created the show, has other little shows and other branches of the show. They do a movie theater rewind where they rewatch their ep- their their um, travels and their episodes and to describe what was going on at the time. Um, so Zach Bagans is very popular. Now, the reason it didn't make my list is it got a little extreme where now Zach Bagans is always saying that someone in the group is possessed and they're always going after demonic things and they're not really solely focusing on just potentially ghost hauntings or paranormal things. It's going more to like, oh, it's demonic automatically. And I'm kind of not with that, even though maybe there are investigations that demonic things happen. I feel like every episode I watch, they're trying to trigger the, you know, whatever is there. They're trying to like, you know, really upset it. And I'm not, I mean, listen, to each his own, but I feel like the show kind of got a little extreme where even Zach Bagan, if you go and follow certain shows, they're making fun of like, oh, it must be a demon. Like, you know, it must be this, must be that. And he's become a little bit of a meme when it comes to paranormal investigators. But the show is good. That's why I put it as an honorable mention. Some of the earlier episodes are my favorite. Um, but Zach Bagans and his current crew deserve all the credit and especially the popularity that they have and the fame that they have now. So Zach Bagans and the Ghost Adventure crew, you are on my honorable mentions. 
And the second honorable mention that I have here is the show Unsolved Mysteries. Now, Unsolved Mysteries on the Odyssey app does have a rejuvenated show that's in the form of a podcast. But back in the day, Unsolved Mystery was on modern TV. Uh, I don't know, episode, uh, Channel 5 or Channel 7. And the host of the show would go into these unexplainable unsolved mysteries. Now, for the most part, the unsolved mystery stories that they would tell, and I believe it was portrayed by an actor or somewhat, but um, on the show, they were most part, they were murders or some crazy incidents that would happen. But most of the, some of the time, not most of the time, I'm rather, but some of the time on the show, they would actually um, tell you a story about a ghost or a UFO. So you'd go from murder to boom, UFO sighting and this unexplainable event that happened and uh, this UFO sighting and this ghost sighting. So I would actually find myself tuning in as a kid um, and watching the show, seeing if they were going to talk about anything with ghosts or UFOs. Um, back then, you know, then the shows still did the same kind of format as of now. Like they give a pre-trailer on what's going to be on the show. And if I tuned into Unsolved Mysteries and they had anything involving UFOs or ghosts, I would tune into the whole entire episode just to get that little three or four minute segment about the ghost or about the UFO. So that's why Unsolved Mysteries made my honorable mentions. So basically in total, you have seven shows that I listed, five of them that made my list and the other two that didn't. From number five to number one, Ghost Hunters, Scariest Places on Earth, Beyond Belief, Fact or Fiction, Paranormal, Caught on Camera, and number one, Sightings. And my honorable mentions, Ghost Adventures and Unsolved Mysteries. Those are shows from my childhood to current that I am watching. The most current one is Paranormal, Caught on Camera. Um, you can go on YouTube, you can use streaming services, like I said, Beyond Belief is on Amazon Prime or Amazon, um, you can go on YouTube to watch Scariest Places on Earth, Sci-Fi I think still runs Ghost Hunters once in a while, um, Sightings, I'm pretty sure if you go on YouTube you can find that, or if you have um, Fire Stick or any other form of streaming services, you can definitely find Sightings, Ghost Adventures is still up and running, and Unsolved Mysteries is now a podcast on the Odyssey app, if you tune into that, you can actually listen to um, the episodes of the new and rejuvenated Unsolved Mysteries. So that has been my top five paranormal show list on this episode of Say What Again, Billy. You can find me on social media, SWAB underscore podcast, which is short for Say What Again, Billy podcast. On Twitter, SWAB underscore podcast, Say What Again, Billy podcast. It's a short little abbreviation that I use to get my uh, podcast on Instagram and Twitter. I like to thank the Anchor app always for giving me the opportunity to film my episodes and get my paranormal podcast out there. And until next time, this has been another episode of the Say What Again Billy podcast.